0: From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the morning, only on Newcastle Live. Well, I'll start this uh, section by saying please don't follow any of the tips that Barry Toohey and I give you because they're stuffed at the moment. Good morning, Baz. How are you?
1: Hey, Trace, How you
0: going? I'm good. I'm good, mate. Some of those. What did we
1: uh, get, some did we those get 50, last
0: 50, uh, We didn't do very well at all. At all. We got four we, get four. we got four out of eight.
1: Can I tell you something that um, not too many people would have done? Not too many people that know anything about rugby league would have done any good much last week.
0: Trey. I agree with you. I agree with you. We did both. They get us
1: off the hook or not?
0: Yeah, I think so. We <laughs> both had. Uh, there was a few 50-50s that we weren't quite yeah. sure on. Um, the Broncos we went and the, the Sharks. Wrong way. We did. We did. And the one that I was having a conversation with Stephen Pickett about was the Bulldogs and the Roosters. Yeah. And I said, look, you know, I. I, I'm not confident, but it's it's a potential that the bulldogs could get this one. But I'm not I'm not yep. going to tip it. There's no way no way known to man. I'm going to tip the bulldogs, and yep. they did it.
1: Yeah, they did. Unbelievable. They did. And Unbelievable. Uh, I think it says well, it says a little bit about the bulldogs, but it says a fair bit about where the roosters are at at the moment. I think.
0: I think I it think does as well. Uh,
1: I think they're struggling, the roosters. But anyway, I've tipped them this week, so I don't know why. I, <laughs> what are you doing? Why I have done that, man, but anyway.
0: Now, the other big, big upset was, of course, the Cowboys beating uh, the Eels up there uh, in the Northern Territory. Now, that was a home game for the Eels. They love playing up there. I've been up there with them when they're there. The support is incredible that they get in the Northern Territory. What the hell happened?
1: Well, can I ask, you, ask this, mm. Trace? Why would Parramatta take a game to... The Northern Territory at this time of the year, and take on the Cowboys.
0: Come on, Barry. I, I don't need to tell you why.
1: Given the fact that the Cowboys train in that those conditions up there all through the season, I, I just don't. I would have taken Canberra up there. Well, that's play. who
0: we normally play up there.
1: Yes, well there Canberra's who
0: is normally played up there, and uh, look, it's a very very lucrative deal that the Eels are on with the Northern yeah, well, Territory yeah, government. That's,
1: that well, I, I'm not saying that they don't take a game there. Uh, just by not all that means, one. Take a game there. Just don't take, the, mm-hmm. don't play the Cowboys there. Um, and whether that, whether that, I don't even know whether it was hot, to be honest. But but um, this time of year, even up there, still, it'd still be pretty humid. I would have thought. And the Cowboys eat that sort of weather up. So um, I just. I just think it was a dumb decision, and, and I'm probably talking in hindsight for the yield, mm. but it's a dumb decision to go there and, and, and take on the Cowboys there. They could take on anyone else but the Cowboys up there.
0: Well, if you had anyway. your pick, you'd take Canberra or you'd take Melbourne.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly, because they wouldn't be able to handle hmm. the heat either. No, but anyway, and uh, anyway.
0: and the eels normally go up there. They spend uh, they spend at least eight days up there. They wouldn't have had that this time around. Um, mm. So yeah, the acclimatisation wouldn't have happened. It's uh, yeah, it was a very very strange one. There's no put doubt it, about it. Put it the...
1: this way: I don't think I don't think they they'll, they'll probably go back there every year. And I, but I don't think they'll ever play the Cowboys there again. That'll be my guess. Yeah, I after be. What happened at the weekend?
0: I wouldn't be playing any Queensland team. No makes no sense. Now, look, the other big story to come out of last week's uh, round, besides the horrendous performance by the Knights, um, was uh, the tackle on Carl Lawton. Now, Gould, Phil Gould, and New South Wales coach Brad Fittler both said on the weekend that uh, the dangerous spear tackle was not a send-off offence. And uh, during commentary, Gould actually said, it's just momentum, no-one's hurt, everyone's okay, settle down. Now, you can imagine how Alex McKinnon has reacted to this.
1: I don't blame him. No. Um, it's all very... well. Look, put it this way, uh, it wasn't a spear tackle, not not in the old sense of the word spear tackle, but it was a dangerous tackle, and I said... I was, I was watching it live. I said, as soon as it happened, I said, he'll go for this. That mm. was my reaction. And Gus has got a totally different uh, reaction. Gus has got a different reaction, though, to Most shoulder things. charges mm. and, and um, you know, both getting hit around the head. And he's a bit, a bit old school Gus. And sometimes I think the commentators, I'm not accusing Brad Fitler of just falling into line, but sometimes I think the commentators do fall into line a little bit on Channel 9 with what he says. And I think that happened that happened the other night as well um i i thought it was a send off you know if you're going to send someone off for a dangerous tackle then that was that was it and the fact that he wasn't hurt is it's it's all down to luck trace Mm. if you have a look at um jordan mclean's tackle on on alex mckinnon when he suffered the horrendous injury injury he suffered i mean it wasn't there wasn't there was other people involved in that one but his his actions weren't too dissimilar to Lawton's the other day. It's just luck as to how the player comes down and where he lands and everything else. And and the same for for Cameron Murray the other day. It was just luck that he landed, you know, okay and and got up. That had nothing to do with what Lawton did. It was just it was the luck of the draw. Mm. And so you you just can't afford. And that's why they're stamping them out. You can't afford. For players these days. Back in the old days, they used to be, you know, a good hard tackle if you'd pick someone up and put them, dump them on their backside or on their mm. back. But these days so much can go wrong um, and the Alex McKinnon thing is something that um, the game has to live with now and, and uh, they have to make sure, try and make sure it doesn't happen again and if you allow that sort of a tackle to go unpunished or not punished properly, then that's mm. what'll happen. They'll start to, It'll start to come back in the game. So Gus needs to in. Probably, I agree I with
0: you completely on that one. And look, it's a very different game to uh, to the game we used to play. It's faster, yeah. we're mo- more mobile, you know, those hits are harder than they've ever been before. Exactly. It's a very different game.
1: Yep, yeah, it is a different game. The collisions are stronger. Um, and as you say, it's faster. There's, you know, you have, there's, there's no really time to think about anything. So if you start Start allowing those sorts of things to creep back into the game. Well, they will creep back into the game, and you just can't afford it. Unfortunately,
0: no, you really can't. Righto, we, we've avoided it for long enough. The Newcastle, <laughs> the Newcastle Knights. Um, yeah. Did you Did you go along, or did you walk out again?
1: No, I was. I was in Sydney. I was at mm-hmm. a wedding in Sydney or an engagement thing in Sydney, so I didn't. Uh, but I did watch it on my phone much to the disgust of some of the people at the engagement party, but um, <laughs> I, did, I did watch it on my on my phone. And look, um, I watched the whole game too, actually, Trace.
0: Wow, that's come. impressive. I wasn't <laughs> expecting you to say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I, I thought it was 50-2. to two. I thought that, um, to be honest with you, I thought the night's performance was better than it was against Parramatta. I thought there was a bit more effort. Um, the, I know the scoreline doesn't show that. The fact that they kicked out on the full to oh. start the game... And they didn't touch the ball for 12 minutes. I knew then, once they had to do all that defence, and I think in the end they made something like 140 more tackles than Melbourne did over across the whole game. I knew, I knew it was going to probably get ugly um, when when a team dominates possession early and you know, your forwards are doing all the tackling and not getting a rest, and you just know that it's going to come back to bite them, and that's basically what happened. Um, yeah, look, it wasn't a, wasn't a pretty situation. More injuries, uh, injuries leading up to it uh, didn't help either, obviously. But, um, yeah, the club's at, at rock bottom, literally. They're on the bottom of the premiership mm. table and they've got a stack of injuries right across the club. I think there's something like 17 injuries throughout the club at the moment. Um, and the light of the tunnel, I'm not sure where that light is. There's a mm. few bugs coming back. They've got a few back this week. I'll get a few back uh, next week. Um, well, the week after next, we got to get uh, Mitch Barnett back next week and they get a, obviously Milford will be able to play the week after against against his old club, uh, Brisbane. But, um, yeah, they've just got to, I don't know, try and hang in uh, until then. But it's, uh, the Cowboys are in really good form. Mm-hmm. They're really confident. They're playing a really good brand of footy. It's up there. Um, it won't surprise me at all if there's another belting, to be mm-hmm.
0: honest. Yeah, look... Uh, yeah, I agree completely with you. I mean, we've got that beautiful high-performance centre over there that you and I have both seen. It's magnificent. We've got great doctors. We've got as much as we could possibly have over there. What's going wrong, Barry? What What is happening?
1: Oh, look, I think it's a, a combination of uh, a few of their key players, uh, and I'm talking um, maybe Safidi brothers um, in particular, uh, just haven't played... Anywhere near to the level that um, they can play um, and the when, when you've got you're your missing your hooker and I mean you have a look at the spine this week, obviously Carmen Pong is at fullback, but you've got you've got uh, <coughs> crossland and, and Tex Hoy playing in the halves, who wouldn't be on a two hundred thousand between them mm-hmm. and you've and you've got um young Randall um, playing hooker who's basically to be honest he's a stand-in hooker. Um, look, it's 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 a really tough situation for the club to be in, and I'm not blaming it all on the injuries, but that's certainly um, that's certainly the drama. They have got too many players in there at the moment that shouldn't be in there. That probably aren't quite up to to playing um, NRL footy. And when when that happens, and you start getting beaten like they've been getting beaten, your your confidence erodes. And when your confidence erodes, it just you know adds to the, all the dramas that they're under. So. Uh, you know, it's, it's they just need something. I don't know what, but they need something to uh, snap them out of it. Hopefully, we get a performance from their forwards, their key forwards this week, that um, they can at least have some sort of a platform mm-hmm. to play behind because uh, they're going to need it. They're, oh. they're playing average. Bradman best is another one who mm-hmm. just hasn't um, hasn't played anywhere near up to his ability, um, and you know that's that's why they're in the hole they in,
0: now, you and I had the conversation last week about Caelan Ponga as captain. It's uh, attracted, obviously, national attention now with, uh, with his, uh, his interviews um, with the media. You know, he was asked uh, last week, you know, what, uh, what are you going to say to the boys when you go back into the dressing room? His, his reaction was, you know, I don't know, I'll think about it. Um, you know we've we've said last week that there is a there is a gap there Adam O'Brien is going to continue with him he's going to uh, persist and try and train him into a captain that's i I just think that's the wrong way to go baz I don't think he is the p- type of person who can be that captain and I think it takes away from his game
1: yeah look I, it's a tough one i I'm, I'm with you on the fact that i i, I don't think he should be captain um, but he's been made captain, and, and do you do more damage to him personally if you take the captaincy off him and, and give it to somebody else now? Obviously, the coach is probably thinking, well, we just, we just need uh, Bailey to come back, and um, that'll alleviate some of the leadership issues within the team because um, you know he, he, <clears throat> he did the job last year for a lot of the year and, and hasn't been there this year, and it's been sort of... Uh, thrust on Ponga and Ponga I'm with you as I said, he's not ready for it, Mm. he's not a good enough talker he's not a big talker at all they don't um, talk about the fact that he doesn't doesn't say enough on the field Uh, it doesn't surprise me that he would come up with a a comment like that because he probably hadn't thought about what he was going to say but whether they change it now, whether that's going to be detrimental to him and whether that's going to do the team any good Probably not, so the, the coaches probably decided, well, we'll just leave it there and, mm. and, and hope that it improves and wait for Bradley to come back.
0: Now, the final one on the Newcastle Knights, um, Phil Gardner came out uh, with complete support behind Adam O'Brien. Is that the kiss of death or uh, or is O'Brien, uh, is O'Brien still fairly safe there?
1: No, he's still very safe, Trace. still very safe. He's contracted until the end of 24. Um, <clears throat> there's, there's absolutely no at this stage look if 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 you know they keep getting beaten by fifty um maybe something will happen at the end of the year, particularly when they get their players back and nothing changes mm. and there's there's no response from the players when they're you know at least close to being full strength again then um obviously there there'll be some questions asked and and uh, some answers needed, but at this stage uh, even though um and look to be honest, trace <coughs> I think that um. In this day and age, fans tend to just dump it all on the coach. Mm. Uh, when things aren't going well, they dump it dump it all on the coach and everyone, seemingly everyone's answer is, OK, let's get rid of the coach mm. and get someone else in. And I just don't think that, you know, that, look at look at Maguire, for example. Everyone's jumped off the bandwagon there yeah. now because they've had a couple of wins and then they, <clears throat> they played pretty good against the Dragons last week. All of a sudden, now he's not under pressure anymore. And
0: no, and they're on O'Brien.
1: Yeah, and they haven't won, they haven't won, or haven't made the semis for four years you know, under him at the Tigers. So um, Adam O'Brien's got some brownie points up. The team's made the semi-finals the last couple of years. It took Bellamy longer than two seasons or two and a half seasons to um, get Melbourne up to where they are now. Um, yeah, I think um, <clears throat> unless unless they completely you know fall off a cliff and and uh, continue to play like they're playing for the rest of the season, nothing will happen with the coach.
0: Righto. Okay, I've got that on record, by the way. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Righto. Well, let's move quickly through uh, through the rest of uh, of the rounds this weekend. You're with Tracy Mac on Newcastle Live. I'm speaking with Barry Toohey as we go through Round Nine of the NRL. Baz Rabbitos v Broncos. I'm actually going to start out against you today. I'm going to go for the Broncos mainly because Adam Reynolds is there.
1: Yeah, don't blame you, trace. I mean, their their form has been pretty good the last couple of weeks. I tip. The Rabbitohs, I'ven't been that impressed with them, but they're at home. Um, yeah, it's, I think they're they're a dollar thirty six. The Rabbitohs. I think mm. uh, the Broncos are a pretty good value at three dollars eighteen or whatever it is. So, yeah, I agree. But, um, yeah, but I'm I'm going for the home team.
0: Righto. Okay. Well, we've started off. Uh, we've we're finally we finally got some fight back in it again. The uh, okay. the next game is uh, it's six o'clock Friday kickoff. It's the Raiders taking on the Bulldogs. I cannot believe I've done this, Baz. I've tipped the Bulldogs.
1: Yeah, well, I, I can understand why you're doing it because that's an indication how bad the Raiders are going as well. Because they're, they I mean, the Bulldogs are 15th, the Raiders are 14th, mm. and even though this is at Canberra, and you would have thought, you know, Canberra lay down the to win at home, but um, you know, the Bulldogs showed last week that, um, you know, even though I didn't think they played. Sensational. They still show there's some fight there, and and uh, who knows with that confidence what what they that might do to them. And the Raiders, as I said, they're they're going really ordinary, and they're back at home. Um, I've tipped them basically because they're at home. That's The only reason I've tipped them, um, I'm hoping against Hope because I don't know that he played that well. I hadn't played that well for 12 months, but I'm hoping that uh, Jared Croker being back in the team might give them a lift for whatever yeah. reason. I'm not even sure why, but um, it's a, if, put it this way. If the Raiders lose this game at home, um, oh. You can run line through them. They got no hope of making the
0: play And start, uh, even though it's Canberra and it's Ricky. It's yep. yeah, it's going to it's going to be interesting. Yep. And look, the odds reflect that. Baz, you know, a dollar eighty five for the Raiders and a dollar ninety six for the Bulldogs. Yep. It, it's yep. the pundits are exactly the same. It's it's they don't know of which one. Yeah,
1: it's a of the coin.
0: And you watch. One of us has gone the wrong way with the coin.
1: <laughs> well, I've I've, I've just. Got a sneaking suspicion that I might be two up on you.
0: Yeah, I think you might be before
1: before we even get to the third game. But hey, but let's th- two down as well. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, now the big game, obviously on uh, on Friday night, it's the Panthers taking on the Eels. I cannot go past the Panthers. There's no way the Eels can recover suitably from that that drubbing. They've got so much crap going on between uh, Young Arthur. They've got so much crap going on in that uh, in that organisation at the moment. I just can't see it happening.
1: Yeah, look. Um, on form, you can't see it happening, mm. but um, the Eels will lift for this game. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And, and I don't know. The Panthers are going to have to get beaten at some point. Mm. Um, I don't. I've tipped the Panthers, by the way. So mm. I'm, I'm with you on this. But um, I'm, I wouldn't surprise me. Put it this way: if the Eels hit back and hit back pretty strongly, they hit back after the Tigers beat them, and, and uh, when they came up here, flogged us. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me in a, in a sort of local derby for them to really be up for it and, and play well. But, yeah, look, uh, on form, you can't mm. go past the Panthers.
0: No, and look, that foot of the mountain on a Friday night, that is uh, that really is. It's yeah. a legendary game. They need to step up for it, and uh, I just can't see them stepping up. I just I just can't at the moment. The uh, Saturday 3 o'clock game is the Eagles taking on the Tigers. Wow, 8th v 13th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be look I'm I am going to I'm going to get back on the, on Manly I shouldn't but I am I'm going to I'm going to back the Eagles this weekend
1: well they'll need to win these sort of games if they're going to make your top mm. four which is oh. what you said at the start mm. didn't you seriously um,
0: what's with your memory at the moment stop it <laughs> I, I
1: remember the, I remember the things I need to remember <laughs> I don't remember what I say half the time but oh, anyway. God bless you <laughs> um, the trevovich brothers three of them playing in this game Coming yeah. back um, look at home on a Saturday, Arvo, I've, I've tipped the Seagulls. and but the Tigers will, will um, yeah, they'll make them, they'll mm. work, make them work hard for it. I'm pretty sure of that. I They're think they'll show good. up.
0: And they will absolutely show up. Yeah, they'll show, they'll up.
1: show up and mm. they'll be competitive. But I think, um, I think Manly with Tommy back will be too strong.
0: You and Toby Turbo, so that uh, that love affair continues. Yeah. Mm, okay. That's yeah. all right, as long as it's yeah. out there and we're, we're honest about it. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday, 5.30, it's the Roosters taking on the Titans. Oh, man, truly, just when I think that they're being, you know, that the Titans are there and, you know. Oh, look, I'm going to have to go to the Roosters, though.
1: Yeah, I've gone the Roosters with absolutely no confidence. Mm. The game's on in Mackay, so it's not a home game for the Roosters. It's, uh, you know, the Titans could almost call it a home mm. game. So um, that sort of, you know, evens it out a little bit and the Roosters – yeah, I, I don't know what to think about the Roosters. They've got some drama with their, their combination in the half. They're certainly not the playing like the, the team that we expect them to be. Mm. Um, but the Titans, look, I, I got off them last week, thankfully, after they destroyed me the three or four weeks before that. Thank not, God I'm you not, did. I'm not getting back on them this week, put mm. it that way. Although no. they did. They they kept um, kept Penrith scoreless in the first half mm. last week, if you remember. I do, they did, yeah. They did. They did put a pretty decent effort in. Wouldn't surprise me in the least if the Roosters um, play, you know, at the level they played last week. For example, it wouldn't surprise me in the least if the Titans uh, cause a bit of an upset. But I'm still going the mm-hmm. favourites.
0: We've already said we're both going on the Cowboys for uh, for the Saturday 7:35 game. I just, yeah, the Cowboys are playing so well. The Knights are just not going to uh, not going to match it with them. Hopefully, they put on some kind of a performance. But uh, yeah, I don't think well, they'll
1: I think- win. I think the Knights at $3.66 on Sportsbet are under the odds there, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I was expecting to see something around the $4.55 mark.
1: Yes. Mm. Yep.
0: Someone knows something that you and I don't, obviously. Two o'clock game is uh, Amy Park, Melbourne. You can't go past the Storm over the Dragons.
1: No, Dragons What won, won three in a row, mm. I think, the Dragons. But yeah, um, but it is the Storm. Yeah, it is the Storm at home, and, and they're just... On fire, and I mean that didn't help the Knights last week either. They were they were just methodical, and you know they've got too many good players. The Storm, that's the trouble, mm-hmm. and they're in such good form, and they're so confident that um, yeah, it'll be a major upset. Well, the Dragons are six dollars, so and that's probably an indication mm-hmm. of uh, you know everyone's Storm at a dollar thirteen. So it's an indication of probably probably the difference between the two teams. I would have thought.
0: Final game for the round. It's the Sharks taking on the Warriors. <sighs> seriously, the Warriors are going to be the bane of my life. But I'm going for the Sharks.
1: Yeah, I've the Sharks of home. Um, pretty short. They were pretty disappointed. I thought they were pretty flat last week against the Broncos. Mm. Uh, which was I still cannot you know, believe that. Not overly surprising mm. because friends like that at that level sort of you know struggle to get up every week and be at their best every week unless you're Melbourne or Penrith. Um, yeah, so you'd expect them to bounce back. The Warriors... Probably got away with one last week when they probably shouldn't have. Um, pretty contentious penalty to get on level terms and force Golden Point um, last week against Canberra. So, you know, they've been playing pretty good, the Warriors, but you'd expect the Sharks at home will be too strong and want to bounce back after that loss last week.
0: Now, there are rumours around today that uh, PNG are about to put in their uh, their application to be the 18th side in the NRL. What do you? What are your thoughts on that? What's the possibility? I mean, I know we've got New Zealand, but uh, PNG—it's it, a total other level. Um, what's your thoughts? Are, are they a hoping in hell?
1: Uh, look, there'll be an 18th team, obviously, at some point, um, and it'll, you know, have to come from somewhere. There was initially talk of the second team from New Zealand. You know, obviously, Perth always sort of got their hand up. Uh, I don't. I'm not. I'm not I'm, well, I'm no idea about the logistics of whether PMG got the financial backing and, and everything else to, to put a team in mm. and where they'd get their players from. Uh, obviously, so there's some uh, they could take the Melbourne Centre, for example, mm. I suppose, take him back home. Um, but, yeah, look, I'll be surprised, Trace. I, I could be totally wrong. Mm. There could be uh, uh, major backers... Ready to uh, throw the money in behind that, but given the amount of money that you need to to start a, a franchise in the NRL, I'd be I'll be surprised if it's them in, in front of and in, in front of you know a, another market somewhere else. And I, I wonder whether Papua New Guinea is the market that the television that yeah. run the game. Obviously, I, I would you know would Channel Nine be in favour of? Putting a team in from Papua New Guinea ahead of a team from Perth, for example, or another team from New Zealand, I don't, I don't know. Mm. I, I'll be surprised, put it that way.
0: It does have the backing of uh, of their prime minister and the cabinet.
1: Yeah, well, I, look, if are the, the prime minister and the cabinet are they going to fund it every year for however long they're the going to be? In Who the hell
0: knows? Who the hell knows? Yeah,
1: I'm sure that I'm sure that the country would love to have mm. a team in the NRL. I've got no doubt doubts at all about that. But
0: oh, and the support would be through the roof, but you know, yeah. how they can't afford to to buy the jerseys at one hundred and twenty dollars a pot. You well, know?
1: exactly, the whole it, it just can't the happen. The financial viability, the mm. whole thing, is, is what you know would um, probably bring it down. Mm. Uh, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be about popularity or anything like that, because I think it'd be great to, oh, to take it take fantastic. the game there if they could, mm. but um, just whether anyone's willing to pay for it.
0: Now, what do you got in your podcast this week?
1: I uh, talked to George Rose.
0: Oh, about his
1: career, but also obviously with the fight mm. fight night next this, Wednesday yeah. night in Newcastle. We spoke about that as well, but mainly about his career, great fella George. And He's um, a
0: great and, fella isn't
1: he? Yeah, he is plenty of mm. stories, plenty of stories to tell about his weight and you know and everything else.
0: It's funny uh, to watch him him stand next to the two uh, the two brothers and uh, yeah. yeah George is just head and shoulders above and just this ginormous giant and a lot
1: wider yeah. and a lot wider as <laughs> well yeah,
0: you can say that to him in public I'm not
1: <laughs> Yes. no he tells a couple of good stories actually Trey. So, oh good um, about the uh, I'll tell you one about the time that his pants split um, down his backside during right in the middle of Anthony Watmell's wedding in church. <laughs> <laughs> anyway Oh that fella, is fantastic
0: George, George Rose yeah. is a great fella A great fella Now are you heading over to the fight on Wednesday night?
1: I am mm. Good I, am.
0: I shall I am. see you there Are you working or are you going to be a No, no, no. Uh,
1: oh, Retired. semi time I love
0: it time. So you can, we can actually have a beer together Yes, we do. wonderful. Can't wait for it. Well, listen, uh, have a lovely week and, uh, yeah, make sure that you do get onto that podcast. George Rose is a a great guy, a great chat and just such a larrikin. You have a lovely weekend and, uh, yes, we'll see. You could be two points ahead of me already.
1: Good luck with your
0: tips. Thank you, my friend. Stay safe. We'll chat
1: next week. Not that I mean it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, go away. (laughs) Bye. That is Barry Toohey, the semi-retired Barry Toohey. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning covers the... Stories that matter the most to you. The local issues often neglected. Tracy Mack's plain talking, no nonsense approach will get your morning off right. Talking news, sport, entertainment, music, lifestyle, and more. Joined by Michael Blaxland and covering what you need to know and even some of the stuff you didn't. It's Tracy Mack with Newcastle in the Morning. Weekdays from 9 till midday, only on Newcastle Live.